The Old Testament reading comes from Numbers chapter 6, verses 22 through 27. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and his son, saying, Thus you shall bless the people of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. This is the word of the Lord. This reading comes from Galatians chapter 3, verses 23 through 29. Now before faith came, we were held captive under the law, imprisoned until the coming faith would be revealed. So then the law was our guardian until Christ came, in order that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a guardian. For in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. Luke, the second chapter. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. <clears throat> well, here we are, eight days after Christmas, eight days from the birth of Jesus. And our reading from Luke this morning says that at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. On this eighth day, Jesus is just a wee little infant in Mary's arms, and I'm sure that Mary and Joseph were still reeling from all of the events, from all of their experience here, from the visit of the angels to the traveling from Nazareth to Bethlehem late in Mary's pregnancy. The birth itself, the shepherds coming in from the fields, showing up unexpectedly with their story of the angels and the, the choir there, the praising of God that happened out there on the hillsides, the announcement of the birth of this baby. One of the really dear parts, I think, of this Christmas story 
is that journey from Nazareth to Bethlehem, from Joseph and Mary's hometown to the place of their ancestors where they had to register. And the prophecies were pretty specific about where the Messiah was going to be born. The prophet Micah tells us 400 years earlier that that Messiah is going to be born in Bethlehem. But Mary and Joseph are not in Bethlehem. That, that always intrigues me. Why didn't God choose people that were in Bethlehem? They're in Nazareth, 90 miles away. Mary is pregnant. It seems like they're in the wrong place. And for anyone else, this might present a barrier, but not for God. He simply has the Roman world take a census of everybody. And Mary and Joseph make that trip to Bethlehem. Then I'm thinking about, so I'm thinking about people in the wrong place, Mary and Joseph in the wrong place, but then I'm thinking about the Christmas story and I'm thinking about the Galatians passage that says, when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son. And in the Greek there, that fullness of time, that fullness word, has the meaning of completion. It's all done. It's all ready. It's all, it's right. When everything was perfect, God sent his son. Even Mary and Joseph, they are in the right place. They're supposed to be from Nazareth and travel to Bethlehem so that Jesus can be born there. It really isn't a barrier to God's plan. It is God's plan. And the baby Jesus is born in Bethlehem. Now there certainly are people in the Christmas story who are in the wrong place. In the wrong place because of a barrier that must be overcome. And who are those people? Well, it's Joseph and it's Mary. It's the lowly shepherds. In fact, it's the entire human race. Every human being descended from Adam has inherited the sin of Adam. And that sin is a great barrier between us and God. We who were made for a relationship with God the Creator were in the wrong place. We're in the kingdom of darkness and death. That barrier to communion with God had to be overcome. And we, of course, we are powerless to do it. And so God in His love became flesh to overcome the power of that sin, the hold that that sin had on us. And the baby Jesus is born in Bethlehem, born to suffer, born to die, and born to rise. At the end of eight days when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Circumcised because Jesus is born under the law, born to be one of us. The law condemns us because of our sin, condemns us to an eternal separation from God. But this baby will keep God's law, will keep it completely, fully. He will love the Lord his God with all his heart, 
with all his soul, with all his strength. And he will love his neighbor as himself. Ways that we cannot. He will offer himself as the spotless Lamb of God, as a substitutionary sacrifice for sin. He will be the one to bear in his body our sin upon the cross. The one to pay with his own blood the debt that you and I owed. And so the baby is born in Bethlehem. And then there's the name Bethlehem. It's a a couple of Hebrew words put together. Beth, which means house of. Lechem is bread in Hebrew. So Bethlehem is the house of bread. And what a fitting name for the place of the birth of the one who is the bread of life, who is the bread come down from heaven. We reference the manna coming down in the desert, feeding the Israelites for 40 years. Every day that bread was there until they entered the promised land and first ate the fruits of that promised land. And Jesus is the bread. That is a a prefiguring of Jesus Christ, who is the bread come down from heaven to feed the world, to give his life to the world. And then... Jesus' name, of course, which we've talked about before. The name there given by angels, it says. Jesus, which means Yahweh saves. Because this is what he will do. He must have that name. Before he's even conceived, the angels tell Joseph, name him Jesus. This is who he is. And so... Jesus is born in Bethlehem. He is circumcised and he is named. Well, who else is in the wrong place in the story? Oh, I think you could say Jesus is. Jesus is in the wrong place. He should be in the palace at Jerusalem. He should be waited on by servants and uh, courtiers, princess, princes, King Herod should be bowing down to him, not sending his soldiers to kill him. And the shepherds, the shepherds are in the wrong place. They're dirty, they're smelly. Shepherds are at the very bottom of the social ladder. They would not be allowed anywhere near King Herod. They certainly should not be there kneeling in the presence of the King of Kings. Mary and Joseph, do they belong? Are they in the right place or in the wrong place? Sinners, like the rest of us, they are given the charge of bearing and raising the Son of God. Should this privilege have come to them? And yet, this is God's plan. Nothing and no one is in the wrong place. The Son of God will be that sacrifice, that Savior. He would come humbly. The bread of life laid in a feed trough, worshipped by shepherds, cared for by ordinary parents. 
Everyone in the story is in just the right place. There will be no barriers to God's saving us, to God bringing us into his kingdom, bringing us from the wrong place to the right place by his mercy and his grace. And this morning, as people whom God has saved by his grace whose sins have been forgiven through the suffering and death and resurrection of Jesus, this morning we are in the right place, here in worship, confessing our sins to one another and to God, kneeling at the altar to receive the body and blood of Jesus, gathering around the baptismal font as God places his name on children and adults alike, hearing the word of God, bringing our thanks and praise to God in prayer and song. Yes, by God's grace, we are in the right place this morning because he has put his name on us and brought us from the kingdom of darkness and death into his kingdom of light and life. All of this wrapped up in this baby in Bethlehem, born for us and given the name Jesus. In his name, amen. Now may the peace of God which passes all understanding keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.